regret, and our time is uh, 4.38. We all experience regret, wishing we had acted differently and imagining how things could have been. Regret plays a role in the learning process and often leads to positive action. Regret motivates many people to enter rehab, seek professional guidance, or help others to avoid making the same mistakes. And dwelling too much on what we could or should have done, however, takes a physical and emotional toll. And this is according to IMP Wellness Center. But to unpack this further, we're joined by Benedict Mflongo, who's a counseling psychologist. Benedict, a good morning to you. Thanks for making time. Ah, good morning, Asana, and good morning to your listeners. Thank you for inviting me. Well, we're saying what re- regret can lead to, but what is it? Uh, what is this emotion exactly? Yeah, that's actually a difficult emotion, but very much a common one. Regret is almost like us un- un- unconsciously putting ourselves in prison as well. Because we get to actually contemplate as to we could have actually done things in a different way, things in a better way. Whereas sometimes we could all be drawn to things that are very external and things that the individual couldn't actually have controlled. So, I mean, it's often associated with feelings that are, are not so great and, and other emotions that are maybe negative, like shame and mm-hmm. disappointment. Mm-hmm and guilt and remorse. But we are saying that it can actually result in a positive thing because it allows for self-criticism. Yes, 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 yes. yes. But the tricky part, Asanda, is that we dwell too much. We spend unrealistically a longer period of time in that deep regret or in that deep guilt, actually, for us to actually maybe venture or focus into the positivity. Yes, it's very much positive because, I mean, we learn... Uh, through actually making a lot of mistakes in life. But also sometimes we get hard, we get too hard on ourselves to actually say, but there's no time, we couldn't have actually have done that. Because sometimes in a point, you know, hindsight, we see that it's, it's, it's quite simple things that we could have actually, you know, we've lost hindsight off. Mm-hmm. Can it be an outward directed thing, regret, or is it always self-focused? Yes, yes, yes. It starts there. It's, 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 it's regret or guilt, or any of those emotions are also a process. There's a level of lack of awareness of what we call an external locus of control, where I see certain things in my control before I actually see it being externally or being outward as well. So it needs to actually start with that individual, feeling it very inward first. Okay, so what what are the effects this will have then? When we are regretting, how do we get affected mentally, and what can we do to improve it if it's negative? I mean, I mean, what normally happens then when a person regrets anything, for instance, try, trying out in life, bettering my life, applying for a job, or getting disappointed in a love life, people then tend to isolate. Isolation is a common, common symptoms of anxiety as well as depression, because both anxiety and depression happens on the same spectrum. So it's important then for us to actually acknowledge that as first and foremost, to take accountability and accept that, listen, so it didn't work out. It doesn't mean it's the end of the day or end of my life, sorry. It's just actually a bad effort or anything that has to come with that I need to actually change. So what normally happens is that it's giving us a second chance or a different try in what is it that we wanted to achieve. So we can then actually turn that into positivity by focusing our energy into something different as well. After having actually, you know, occupied a level of time which is actually done upon reflection. So it's just calling us to actually pause. And let me see what life actually is. Because regret is also trauma. Trauma is saying avoid. Trauma is saying you're going to have flashbacks. Trauma is saying that you're a failure. But also upon further reflection, we then actually notice that, listen, I can do it differently. 
So, so these are then steps in terms of how we make peace as well with regret. We need to reflect. Yes. We need to pause and and maybe try and avoid just isolating. Definitely, you're right. You're right, Asanda. So it's just it's all about time and then perspective as well. So going back with a different perspective is very much important because it, it it could really really cripple you. It could really actually put a person actually to think in that way. So we do not actually need to you know drown ourselves over this particular regret. I mean. It can actually we can actually overcome it as well. So we can use that energy to create something different, something actually quite more positive, and choosing that today. How do we teach our children to make peace with regret? We've got examinations coming up for our matriculants. End of the year is exams for everyone in school, and some might feel they didn't perform so well. Let's use that maybe as an example. How do we encourage this theme and understanding that you need to make peace with regret and it's not necessarily a negative thing? Mm, no, that's a very good question, Asana, because I mean, regret can also be quite generational as well, where you find yourself actually as a student, so you, you, you fail, but also your parents also fail. You then actually start to loathe and actually get to the point that, ah, I, there was no chance that I was going to make it in life because mm. my parents did this and this and this. So it's important, first and foremost, to ensure that they have adequate support, in the, not only in support to actually say, listen, we're giving you time, we're giving you space, we're giving you all the resources that you need to study, but also support in a sense that let's actually weigh out certain options as well. Should this actually happen? Not that we're expecting it, so we're not even preempting it. So it's important to actually have a level of understanding and perspective to how certain things can go about in life. So the greatest downfall that people can do or we can do as parents is actually not educate our kids with what we call a delayed level of gratification. So, I mean, putting in effort and expecting the results. So it's important to put the same effort as well as expect the same results. So there needs to be a level of congruency as well. So getting into an exam room, getting to the time where you are, you need to first acknowledge that I've worked hard for the past month as well. This is my goal. So having a vision board for yourself, having certain goals that are set out as a matriculant, that is very important and very encouraging as well. To actually go with certain things that that this should not actually happen. So sometimes we life just actually happens, but it's important for us to actually make life happen and to be always cognizant and allow a level of awareness in what is it that we do in going through those exam rooms or actually coming back. So we need to actually break those generational you know curses as well by actually having focus. I love that. I love the idea of vision boards. I mean, for those matriculants listening, definitely go for that. And as you say, awareness is is, uh, important. And just be kind to yourself. Get comfortable with imperfection. For those matriculants who, I don't know if they're listening to us, maybe they're listening to YFM, but uh, maybe the parents who are listening then to SAFM, just teach your, your kids that it's okay to be imperfect. Get comfortable with that. And the vision boards are a great way of getting that awareness and drive. Thank you so much, Benedict. Can we share your social media handles and websites and, and all that if you have? Yes, yes. Thank you so much, Asanda. Yes, they, they can get me on my website on Benedict Mshonga. Uh They can follow me on Instagram. I'm Dr. Underscore Better. So it's just Dr. Better. I'll be able to assist with any other methods for them to actually assist with, you know, getting better and, and making sure they make it in life. Dr. Underscore Better. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much for helping us to get better. We appreciate your time. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Thank you, man. Bye. Bye. Benedict Mlongo, counseling psychologist, talking about overcoming regret. Uh, we've got a voice note.